Taking in the Light, Sweden's Lucia Celebrations. Ingrid K. Williams. Imagine the darkest time of year in Sweden when the sun never climbs above the horizon in the northernmost part of the country and in Stockholm, the capital, there's a scant six hours of daylight. Every day is shorter and gloomier than the last until the nadir, the darkest day of the year, when a young woman appears dressed in a white gown with a blazing crown of candles on her head, singing a familiar song and spreading warmth and light on a frigid winter morning. That's the traditional Swedish tale of Lucia, or, as she is sometimes referred to, Saint Lucia, a mythic figure who leads candlelit processions all over Sweden on December 13. Lucia Dejan, or Lucia Day, is one of the most culturally significant holidays in Sweden. On that day, schoolchildren wear costumes and sing Sancta Lucia, the traditional Lucia song, for crowds of teary-eyed parents, Saint Lucia, emblem of lightness, spread in our winter night, the sheen of your brightness, begins one of the most famous versions. Workplaces hire local choirs to perform for employees, and churches and cultural institutions host processions on the day that many Swedes consider the true beginning of the Christmas season. We are fully booked on the 13th of December, said Ulrika Nordlander, 41, a longtime member of the Stockholm University Choir. From morning to night, we sing in Lucia processions across all of Stockholm. Last year, Ms. Nordlander led the procession at one of the city's most atmospheric locales, Seglora Kirka, an 18th-century wooden church at the open-air museum, Skansen, https colon slash slash skansen.se/n. It's an honor to lead the choir and feel that you're coming in and spreading light and joy, Ms. Nordlander said. Especially how it brings light into the darkness, it's really beautiful to see. In addition to celebrations in Sweden, there are Lucia events in U.S. cities like Minneapolis, Philadelphia and New York, places where there are strong Swedish communities. Wherever they are held, it is customary after each procession to gather for coffee, gingerbread cookies and Lucia buns, sweet S-shaped saffron buns dotted with raisins that are known as Luskatter, Luspuller or Jolgalter, depending on whom you ask. A Sicilian Saint in Sweden but how did Lucia, originally a Sicilian saint from Syracuse, who was supposedly martyred there in the 4th century, become a cultural pillar on the opposite end of the continent, in the historically Lutheran country of Sweden? Where she came from nobody really knows, said Jonas Engman, an ethnologist and scholar specializing in Swedish traditions and folklore at the Nordiska Museet in Stockholm, referring to the Swedish version of Lucia. Pastoral celebrations around the winter solstice, similar to the midsummer festivities around the summer solstice, are the likely origins, he said. And the reason the holiday falls on December 13th, rather than the true winter solstice, around December 21st, is because of a shift from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar in the 18th century. The widespread celebration of Lucia, as the holiday is observed today, only began in the 20th century, Dr. Engman said. And it really took off after the Stockholm's Dagblad newspaper started a competition to select Stockholm's Lucia in 1927. The first Lucia chosen in 1927 was actually not blonde. She was dark-haired, Dr. Engman said. But in the decades that followed, Lucia became synonymous with a young, blonde Swedish woman. Anyone familiar with the original American Girl dolls will recognize this stereotype as Kirsten, the Swedish pioneer with blonde braids and her own little Lucia outfit. 
These days, anyone can play the role of Lucia regardless of hair color, skin color, nationality, or gender. Even a bare-chested professional soccer player can don the crown of candles, as the Swedish sports icon Zlatan Ibrahimovic once did in a video to affirm that men can also be Lucia. As communities of Swedes have settled around the world, so, too, have their traditions spread, including the joyous celebration of light on Lucia Dajan. My mother, who emigrated from Sweden in 1969, has long been an active member of the American Swedish Historical Museum in Philadelphia and for me, a Swedish-American kid in the 1980s and 90s, the museum's annual Lucia celebrations were a highlight of the year. The entire 20,000-square-foot museum was kitted out for the occasion, with galleries transformed into Christmas markets selling Swedish handicrafts and traditional baked goods, and the grand central staircase serving as the stage for Lucia processions. Every performance would begin with a sing-along of Swedish Christmas songs, New A.R. Det July Igen. Still a nat, new tandas tizen jalelgis, now it is Christmas again, silent night, now a thousand Christmas candles are lit, and then the youngest children would appear dressed as tomtar, or gnomes, singing and clapping in cute red costumes. Next were the pepper kaxkabar, gingerbread men, slightly older kids, singing about their off-kilter hats. After an interlude with folk dancers, it was time for Sarna, the solemn star boys, in white gowns and cone-shaped hats, who were often played by girls, myself included. Finally, the lights would dim for the grand finale, the Lucia procession. The year I was invited to be Lucia at the museum, I was 14. Waiting in an antechamber off the museum's staircase, someone lit the candles, battery-powered, for safety reasons, in the crown atop my head as the singing began. There were about a dozen girls as Lucia attendants, each in a white gown with a red sash and a wreath on her head, carrying a single candle and singing Sancta Lucia, which many Swedes know by heart, and which was originally adapted from a Neapolitan folk song, curiously. When the attendants reached their positions along the edge of the stairs, I stepped out to sing a solo verse in front of the hushed crowd. It was a moment I'd dreamed of for as long as I could remember, since I was a tiny taunt sitting cross-legged on the floor, entranced by a luminous Lucia striding down the stairs. These days, you'll find me in the audience, wherever I can find a nearby procession, whether it's a local choir parading through my Stockholm co-working space or, this year, at the Lucia concert at Svenska Kirken in Manhattan. I'll be quietly humming Sancta Lucia to myself and taking in the light. Where to see a Lucia procession? Many churches and cultural institutions in Stockholm have Lucia processions on December 13, as well as on the weekend before the holiday, including Siglora Kirka at Skansen and Storkirken in Gamla Stan. Swedish communities in the United States often organize Lucia celebrations, including at the Gloria Day Old Swedes Episcopal Church in Philadelphia, at Svenska Kirken in New York, at the American Swedish Institute in Minneapolis and at the Swedish American Museum in Chicago. If there's no Lucia celebration nearby, tune in to Lucia Morgan, a special program featuring a Swedish youth choir that is broadcast on the morning of December 13th on SVT, Sveriges Television, and can be streamed on SVT Play, https colon slash slash www.svtplay.se. Follow New York Times Travel on Instagram and sign up for our weekly travel dispatch newsletter to get expert tips on traveling smarter and inspiration for your next vacation. Dreaming up a future getaway or just armchair traveling?
check out our 52 places to go in 2023 https slash interactive 2023 travel 52 places travel 2023html